Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You trade away the draft choices. You guarantee an awful lot of money to a quarterback. That'd be Deshaun Watson. And now he's going to have his second quarterback coach in two years, which isn't a bad thing. One guy leaves for another opportunity. Good for him. But he gets a quarterback coach he's already familiar with in Alex Van Pelt. Yeah, I don't think that that, I mean, that's a painless move. I don't think there's any, there's no learning curve on that. You already know who the guy is. He's already been your offensive coordinator. He's, He's got his hands in, you know, in the quarterback situation all the time anyway. So I don't think that that's, Gigantic. I just wonder how it affects play calling and what happens with um, having Musgrave in and how the dynamic of that works. I don't. I don't know that the average fan cares though. They just want to go see your quarterback roll out there and throw ten yard passes and throw touchdown passes. I don't know that it changes a thing. You know, really. Right. We don't know the inner workings of how that goes, but Alex Van Pelt until last year was the quarterback coach and offensive coordinator, and that worked out just fine. You had Kevin Stefanski calling the plays. Say what you want, but that's worked out fine. The offense has been pretty good, right? Correct, yeah. So now you have a similar setup to what you had before with the addition of a guy who's been around a long time, has a lot of experience, played quarterback in the league, and now will be the special assistant. I love those titles. It's all about how you get paid. That's all. You got to get promoted here or there. You got to have a title that'll, if you're going to go to another team, that they're going to have to upgrade the title so they yeah. have to be. Um, Senior offensive assistant. Oh. Is that better than special assistant? Well, that's Special like, seems like you do less work. Uh, Senior means that you probably do a lot of work. I don't, I don't know. Which one's more of an advisor's role? I, I think know, wasn't, both, they both feel like an advisor's role. Wasn't Jim Schwartz senior defensive advisor, consistent, uh, consistently assistant offensive defensive guy in Tennessee? On Tuesdays and Thursdays, yeah, that's true. Only so, on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Otherwise, you have to take away the special on Monday. And Tuesday. You know, apparently, Musgrave will help run meetings, assist in the overall operation, and I, I'm okay with that. Right? I, I think what might not have been a good idea in all honesty, was, okay, you lost your quarterback coach who was, you know, first and foremost your guy with Deshaun Watson. Probably didn't want to bring in somebody else and risk the idea that maybe this doesn't mesh with Deshaun Watson. But according to all reports, Deshaun and Alex Van Pelt know each other well, get along well, work together well. I think that's a smooth, seamless transition and probably the best idea for the Browns. And then really nice of... of Jimmy and D Haslam to go ahead and spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more to bring in a guy just to kind of like help things run smoothly. 
Can you imagine? Yeah, here, here's my bigger picture on this whole thing. Okay, so you brought in Bubba Ventrone to be assistant head coach and special teams coach, right? You got Jim Schwartz on defense. You bring in uh, Musgrove. You move around Van Pelt a little bit. Or you just give him you back his old title. You give him some additional duties. Are there any excuses left from a coaching standpoint? No, I don't think so. I think the whole coaching, letting a certain coach go in any situation, that parachute was open twice in the offseason and is now on the ground, and you don't have any more parachutes left. You're jumping out of the plane without a parachute right now. I, I think that was I think that was the case, Andy, before. That was the case on Monday after Sunday of the last game of the season. You know, oh, it, and the it, other parachute at that point, gone. it's like, hey, Kevin, here you go. You're on the clock. Yeah, the Deshaun Watson parachute's gone, too. Like, he's got to perform yeah. this year. Yeah, There's well, if no... he doesn't, the team's, the team's going to still have him. Oh, we're going back two years. I, we're going to be looking for another quarterback. And I don't know. No, 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 they're not. If it doesn't work next year, no. what, you're, you're going, you, you'll fire the head coach first. That's and exactly then you'll right. still try to figure and it out. And the coaching staff, and then you'll bring in a different coaching staff that will get at least one year to make it work with Deshaun Watson. You, you guys are cute when you shake your head and, and you're like, I'm just telling you, if Watson doesn't work, we're, we're back two years. And what Watson's the quarterback of a team that can't do anything because now you don't have any first-round picks. You're going to have to figure everything out through a free Actually, agency. you're not too far away from having first-round picks. We're two years away now. You have this, you won't this have, one you and won't next have year. this right? one, and then you right. don't have next one, and then you're back on board. So then you're ready for your next quarterback after that? So you just got to stick it out two more years? No. According I, to Over the Cap, if yeah. you cut him, yeah. it's $164.979 million against the cap if you okay. cut him next year. If you cut him the year after, it's $109 million against the ca- of dead cap space that just goes off into the clouds that you can't touch. If you try to trade him, it's a little bit better, but still $26 million off the cap. He's he's here, Andy. Next next year and the year after. After that, I go ahead and maybe you know, then you might get cute if it doesn't work. But I expect it to work, and I clearly the coaching staff would take the hit if things don't work. And, and in the NFL, in three years, Kevin's win total has gone from an eleven to eight to seven. Correct. Yes, it, it's dropped. In other words, it's dropped every year. He won't get a he won't get a chance to rebound from it if it drops again. I, I'm not trying to be negative, but I, I will say this: I don't know. How, we sit around. And we say we expect this to work. Why? What's worked since '99? I expect nothing. I really don't. I'm, I mean, I'm just I'm looking at his track record. I, yeah, I get it, but I don't know how, as a Browns fan, you could expect anything. I think you have to go into the season going, okay, well, I hope this is our year and. Look, we've got a lot invested in this quarterback, and I hope that he can get this thing done. And if he doesn't, what are we going to do? We're going to sit around and make excuses for the bad players that are around him, or will we actually point the finger at him and go, "Hey, you know what? Maybe he's not what he was, and maybe they all right they didn't make a great how about, move." How about this? With the money involved, with what they gave up to get him, I'm not in any. I, I'm not. It's not even in my mind that you're moving on from him. So that's when you said that, I just thought, no, that's not. Well, I'm not saying that's the initial thought. Like, I don't want to, but I mean, last year was rough and I'll give it to you. Look, can we all admit last last year was rough? I mean, I I don't think I'm going out on a limb by saying that, right? Well, what, the whole year? Yeah. Yeah, And he didn't look very good when we saw him play. I mean, he had uh, combined maybe one good game. If you want to take four quarters from different games. So, I mean, I give him, you know, I, I obviously I'll give him 
all the slack in the world because I want to see what happens next year, and he's our quarterback, and I'll I'll back him on that. But man, if it doesn't work, this is a major league setback. Major. Wow, you took it. You took us down that road. I'm no. We're talking about quarterbacks. I'm just I, being I'm, honest and I'm realistic. Saying that the organization has put him in position to succeed. I hope and, so. And now the next part of that is going out and putting even more talent around him. I agree with that, but I also think there are no more excuses from that coaching staff. Well, sure, but, but Andy, I think we knew that from day one. Honestly, from the time this season finished, I, there are no more excuses. You're done if it doesn't Yeah, I'm tired of excuses. I, I mean, just want to see this team win. Gonna, so. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I, I just think straightforward. You don't win next year, you're done. That's I think that's clear. And you're starting over again in some You're starting over in yeah. a ton of ways. You're looking at all new coordinators, all new head coaches. Yeah, looking but so at, what? Honestly, if you have the talent and you have a good coaching staff, I think you can win with them. Jeff, I hear all these things that you're saying, but this team hasn't won since 99. We have one playoff win. Like, I have no level of expectation for anything on this team anymore. I have players that I like that I think are good. I, I think we have some outstanding talent on this team. But, I mean, we are great at not putting it together. We are great at not getting through the playoffs or getting past one game in the playoffs. I need to see something. Can I, can I need I to see something. I don't mean this to be rude. I sure. Think I think you're living too much in the past on this. Past? I mean, what, yeah. what happened in 2007 doesn't have any relevance. I, I don't care about 2007. what's going on with Deshaun Watson and Kevin bringing in Musgrave. And it, yeah, I'm not of, living in the that, past. None of that has any relevance. I have not, Well, look it, at If the, it oh. did in 1995, we'd have thought that the – you know, the Indians were going to stink. Okay, uh, you're walking down a different road. I'm talking about the current management staff that we have right now. Which wasn't here for the last 20 years. I'm talking about, I'm, about. Uh, let's just look at the deep Podesta Haslam era, Jeff. All right, well, not, now, that's, that's, a that's what that's I'm a, talking that's about. That's a different story. You were saying you had no expectations I don't. based on anything that's happened in the I last 20 years. I don't, and it's because of the last 20 and the last five or whatever. The last it, 20 mean nothing to me here. Okay, well, I'm glad they don't mean anything to you, but I need a team that's going to come in here and set the standard. And start taking this team in a different direction. And it just hasn't. You go into it every year, every year, hoping that there's going to be something great that happens for this team. And it doesn't. You got one stinking playoff win against Pittsburgh. That's it. So maybe that's too far in the past, too. Okay. So maybe I'll let that go. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know how you can walk into a season and have any kind of expectations for this team, hoping that they can do it. They make bad move after bad move all the time. I want them to win. I'm a Browns fan. I'm an idiot. I'll be honest with you, because I go into every season with hope and listening to some of the things you're saying that I think that they can be better, get better, and be and do all these things going forward. But it hasn't happened. They're like all false hopes. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I want, I need more. I just want to believe my team can be competitive and win every game. And not just choke away games left and right well, like I, I did I, last year. I think that's possible. I think we've seen that with this regime. I mean, the first year they did very well. Next year they didn't do as well. Last year they didn't do as well as the year before. Clearly they're on the hot seat. I mean, that's just the way it works in pro sports. You know, they're, they're toast if it doesn't work. That, that's simple. But I think this move with Musgrave, M- Musgrave, is, Musgrave is like putting gravy, Andy, on top of the outstanding pork roast and mashed potatoes that you have ready to roll. Okay? I say it from this. You've got your food, okay? Your food is your head coach is calling your plays. 
and Alex Van Pelt, your offensive coordinator, and he's going to go ahead and be your uh, your quarterback coach too. So there, there's your meat and potatoes. Mm-hmm. And then Musgrave, hey, I'm going to be the special senior assistant. I'm just going to come on in and do this. And that helps, okay? It adds a little something to the mix. And if he has a bigger role than that, well, then that's not the title that he has, but that's what he's looking at, right? Yeah, I mean, we got plenty of coaches. We got plenty of them now. And we got one for every starter. That's the way it always looks around here. I like that idea. Yeah, let's, uh, you know. Number to join us is 216-578-0092. Now what they have to do is, I think, Andy, just tweak the one spot where you've, okay, you've, given, you've given Deshaun Watson a comfortable quarterback coach, I think. Sure. And now give him a couple of comfortable wide receivers. You know, and and I think it can be, it can be just about anybody who has a little bit of upside. I saw a report this morning: the Philadelphia Eagles are willing to have trade conversations about Quez Watkins, who is a a good wide receiver. Is he a world beater? No, he's not a world beater, but is he a good young wide receiver? Yeah, I think so. And you could add him, and he could be. If he came in to me, he would be. Hey, good. He and DPJ are terrific as your three and four. And then if one of them can elevate their game, terrific. You can get more than that. I still think you need to go out and, and get that primo wide receiver to go along with Amari Cooper. And then you've given Watson that. Give him another veteran who can do some things, like like Watkins or somebody like him, you know, some somebody like him on another roster. And then you're good. And then you've given him everything that he can do to to move forward and to, to get everything going and to improve as quarterback of this team. JJ's in Cleveland. Hi, JJ. Hey, how you doing, Jeff? Good morning. Good. What's up, JJ? Listen, you is being such a Debbie Downer. I'm not being. I'm just you being realistic. I just look. I listen. Listen, yourself. JJ. You're gonna call me Debbie hey, Downer. Let me explain myself before you say something. Okay. Okay. Here's what I'm saying. I just I walk into seasons with no expectations. That's all. Because I haven't ever. Okay. Why would I walk into a season? Because now you're looking for failure, right? I'm not looking for failure. I'm looking to see what this team can do. I think we have excellent players on the team. they got to figure out a way to put this thing together. I, I mean, you we have one playoff win since 99, bro. You one. can hear yourself on RN. I'm like, wait a minute. He drank the wrong tea this morning. No, that's not but true. Then, but at, but you hear his voice. Time, he didn't drink any tea. That's right. Morning. I need more tea. So, so this is the problem. You're a Browns fan. Of course you're going to say, oh, I don't expect this or – I'm not looking. Oh, yes, you are. We've been bad for a long time. We got a team that is not bad, a coaching staff that, you know, I don't think is bad. You know, maybe some questionable stuff. But at the same time, we got a serious team. We should be thinking, like, you know. We, how how serious are we? We, we? we didn't make the playoffs last 10. year. I mean, let's be we're honest. Not 7-10. Not 7-10. So okay, I no, hope so. No, I hope we're better, better than 7-10. I'm we're not going to lie. At, I mean. You know. At the end of the season, our offensive line was pretty much non-existent. You know, they was stacking the box on us. We could JJ, run. don't you they wish you could call me and not have to make excuses, though? I mean, don't you Listen, just wish you go, hey, we got a great line. They won. Reality. We did this. Can't wait to get to That's the playoffs. JJ, thank you. They're all excuses. I mean, look, I'm saying the same thing. I make excuses for this team every day. Every day because I want to believe. But, I mean, at some point you're like, okay, 
let's get it done. I just the the whole reason we got into this conversation was the thought of not having any more excuses for a coaching staff. That's it. There's no more. They got to make it happen next year. That's it. Asking the Phelps here on the fan two one six five seven eight zero zero nine two Petrak coming up at eleven. Scott Petrak from the Chronicle Telegram, brownzone.com, where you can read all of Scott's work. He's going to be joining us in about 18 minutes right here on Baskin and Phelps. We'll talk uh, talk a little Browns offensive coaching staff changes. Apparently, Alex Van Pelt will be quarterback coach along with offensive coordinator Bill Musgrave coming in as a uh, super-duper, hey, that looks good, kind of offensive coach. Yeehaw! It's kind of the way that one feels. Yes. It? Bill's in Parma. Hi, Bill. Hey, Bill. Hey, good morning, you guys. Morning. How are you doing? Well, uh, hanging in. Uh, just a thought. I, I love this kind of discussion. Um, I never understood the hiring of Stefanski in the first place. You know, if you look at it, what would Andy Reid do with this team? If he came in tomorrow, you know, just say he could, what would, what would the team look like and how would they perform and, and how would, and what would be the destination of it? If you look at the Chiefs last year, all they really had that was any better than the, the Browns was quarterback and tight end. That's it. I would agree and, I would agree with that, by the way. And when they won the uh, although I think they had more wide receivers, Bill. They just didn't have a Well, they didn't. They didn't have Tyreek Hill. Well, they but but if I asked you to name them, it, it, it'd be pretty hard at the start of the season who they were and who because even uh, Juju Smith-Schuster last year did not have that great a year. No, that's true. But they they had safety in numbers. You know, they drafted one, drafted Sky Moore. You get well, Valdez Scantling. You get Juju. But the reason the reason I think you can say that, Jeff, is because Andy Reid made them better through the season, and he got them the ball. I, I agree with that. I knew who those guys were. You did too before the season started, and I thought they were quality pros. Those are the kind of guys I would like to see the Browns add to their wide receiver group. Nonetheless, looking going into this season, um, I, the, the idea also of Stefanski is uh, why is it that uh, Barry hired him in the first place? And the reason usually he, is he, on a he, first time. He didn't, Bill. Remember, Barry came in after Stefanski. About by a couple of weeks. Well, and, and, and then who hired him? The Podesta and the ownership. Well, then is usually usually when you get a guy like this, the idea is is to get somebody that you can have power over. Because he's a new guy, you can put kind of limits on him, and uh, I don't you don't you agree? Because look, but, look when they hired him, I wanted Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I, I had thrown out what you were actually talking about, Bill, which is a veteran coach who had been there, done that. That's kind of what I wanted. But let's let's be honest here. It's not out of the realm of, of reality that Kevin is the type of guy that teams hire. You know, look around the league, with the exception of Mike McCarthy and Andy Reid and Pete Carroll, a lot of the guys are just coordinators getting their first shot at being a head coach. So Kevin is, a, I think, a very typical hire. He is, but I but I think that's why we're getting kind of a typical outcome with him. Maybe because yeah. because again, I I think we're not we're not being surprised by kind of the middle of the road. We weren't sure what he could do. We're seeing what it is, and you know I agree with kind of what Andy's saying. What's going to change next year if he continues to make plays that he did last year, like fourth and one, and he throws a 
a, uh, a ball with your second-string quarterback. I mean, where did that come from? Why did he do it? Will he do it next year again? You know, these are the things that it just kind of makes you wonder. All right, Bill, thank you Thanks, very much. Bill. Yeah, I think he's creative. I, I think that he comes up with some per- – and but, but we think they're creative when they're successful. When they're not, we sit around and go, oh, what was he thinking? He was the worst coach ever. So it's it's always hit or miss on whatever he does. I, I think that's probably true for almost every NFL head coach. I don't care who you are. But if you have success, you're a genius. If you can't get to the playoffs, everyone's saying you're on the hot seat and you're done. Very few coaches are are out there that are, are in that position. So again, I just think that they've they've shuffled the deck on the on the coaching staff, which is great. Um, if they think this is what's going to help them win, then let's go do it. Let's get her done. But I just don't. I don't think Kevin's in a spot now where he can turn around and go, well, the offense or the defense didn't work because Jim Schwartz wasn't a good fit here, or we didn't get along, or something. I, it's, I'm, I, it's just those those things are tired and they can't happen anymore. Though I I like the idea of an experienced coach coming in and, and taking over a team. I I just did a little quick count. In the AFC, there are four of those guys. Experienced coaches that in, came back and got another in, job. Exactly. Yeah. In place right now. Denver with Sean Payton, who we haven't seen yet. Uh, Josh McDaniels in Vegas, who is the former head coach of, of the Broncos. Kansas City with Andy Reid. And Jacksonville with Doug Peterson. That leaves Buffalo, Miami. Uh, and New England has had Belichick forever, and he got a second go around. I guess that's five. So it leaves 10 teams that hired a Kevin Stefanski. Buffalo, Miami, the Jets, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, Titans with Vrabel getting his first shot. Indianapolis just hired coordinator. Uh, Houston, Chargers. So it's a what what Kevin brought to the table here in Cleveland is what most teams in this day and age look for when they hire a head coach. Or at least that's what's available. I mean, what we've only had what Eric Mangini is the only guy that came from somewhere else since we've been back, right? Who had had head yeah. coaching experience somewhere else? Yeah, I'm sorry, not trying to live in the past. I'm just saying that you talk about. Yeah, I, I think so. Most, I, I think that's right. But that's you know that's typical of what NFL teams do now, and it works. Yeah, or, I mean, or it doesn't. Like Philadelphia just just hired Sirianni, you know. Year or two ago, I mean, you could and say what was he? He was a he was a coordinator, and it yeah. worked. Dable I mean, just gets hired in New York, but Cowboys and Washington hired guys who were on you know, second go round. Yeah, Greg Williams was the only thing close to a rehire, but and that was only temporary, right? Because he yeah. had the Bills, and then it, then he felt he finished out the rest of that one season. So the background involved here, you know, keep keep this in mind. Coordinators, Andy, if you get the high, hire the hot coordinator. He's usually the rising star. And if you hire the veteran coach, he's usually the guy who you think, oh, no, that guy's done. He's not any good anymore. Like, was anybody all jacked up? And I thought it was a great hire when Jacksonville hired Doug Peterson. No. Well, Philadelphia felt a need to get rid of the guy who won a Super Bowl for him. Why did they, why did they feel a need to do that? Well, it worked out because they went back to a Super Bowl, but it certainly has worked out for Jacksonville. I think the folks in Jacksonville, after Urban Meyer, are thrilled with what Doug Peterson has done. Well, it seemed like anything was going to be an upgrade there if you treated the players like professionals. That's why I think you know that that is the big storyline out of there. But in, look how much they responded right. to him. I mean, that was amazing. In big picture now, and keep this in mind. Let's let's say it doesn't work out. 
Andy next year for whatever reason. And the Browns decide to move on from Kevin Stefanski. He'll have a job within a month as somebody's offensive coordinator or somebody's somebody's something on the offensive side of the ball, maybe as an associate head coach. He's in his early 40s. He'll go and be a coordinator for a couple of years somewhere. And then he'll be one of those guys who I think, you know what, second time around, that guy could be a good head coach. If his teams have successful offenses and they make it to the playoffs. Exactly. That's the whole thing. It's exactly. A, a, and, and then, you know, so his background, though not, in my estimation, always what you want, because, you know, if you could hire Andy Reid, why wouldn't you? Right? I would have hired McCarthy. I like McCarthy. Um, and Dan can't stand the guy. But he's been okay in Dallas. I won't say great, but... I just I just think going somewhere, doing well, and then maybe sliding a little bit doesn't mean you can't coach anymore. It means, hey, we didn't have enough talent here. No, I just I don't even want to be in this conversation. I'd like the conversation I want to be in is okay, Kevin Stefanski's gonna be here for a long time. We're building the guy's statue and this team. He took us to somewhere we and we had growing pains in the beginning. And they were willing to stick it out. That's I that's mm-hmm. the way I want the book to end. I just don't want to sit around here and go, well, okay, well, uh, we're going to try to hire new coordinators or we're going to do something like this next year. That That's that's not the solution at this point. And whatever it is, you're right about Deshaun Watson. It, it, there's no choice. It has to work. And if it doesn't work, then you're going to end up letting coaches go or you're going to have to, you're going to, have to find a coach that can coach him up to get him back to where he was at some point. And, you know, obviously some of that, a lot of that's on him, but he's got to be in the right – right scheme they got to make sure everything's right and you know there's no there's no looking back on this because the commitment was so big I just think with the tinkering they've done here after losing your quarterback coach to Arizona the way that they just move Van Pelt to quarterback coach and then they're bringing in somebody else I think screams we want to make Deshaun Watson comfortable and we want this to work and bringing in somebody else who he might not be comfortable with is not the way to do this. I agree with that. And so that, that to me is like a, a really good sign. I, I like it, and I like it a lot. And now it screams, okay, finish it off and go get some wide receivers in here who can help him be the quarterback that he's been in the past. You know, he's had good wide receivers. When he was in Houston, he had good wide receivers. You know, whether it be DeAndre Hopkins or Brandon Cooks or Will Fuller, I mean, you had some good guys, and all three of those guys, by the way, could be available. Hopkins could get moved out of Arizona. Cooks is a free agent. Will Fuller's still looking for a gig. Why? Who knows? Maybe he's not the guy you want to bring in. Jim's in Strongsville. Hi, Jim. Hey, Jim. Hey, guys. Hey, just real quick, Jeff. I get what you're saying about an experienced coach with prior experience, but I do want to point out that more times than not, that guy that gets the second shot flames out. You're naming the guys that are the exception to the rule, not necessarily the rule. Well, I, mean, I was actually so, naming the guys who are employed now, but that's okay. I know. I, no, I understand that. But what I'm saying is you make it sound like it's so easy. McCarthy, I think, okay, he's a coin flip. I don't know if he's been successful the second time around in Dallas. You ask Dallas fans, and I don't think they would say they're very happy. You know, look at Pat Shermer got a second chance. He wasn't very good. I'm just saying that it's not – you were making it sound like that's more of a sure thing than no, hiring. No, actually, guys. actually, no, Jim. All I said was that I wanted, I, I would have hired McCarthy here, and but Kevin's more typical of the hires that are going on right now. By by I all means, the, the, the second time around the is of, no guarantee, and there's no guarantee yeah. if you hire the hot coordinator. It's just I I, I like the guys who have been there and done that. 
Yeah, I just think it's a roll of the dice almost no matter who you hire. I'd agree. Yeah. It, just, it could go either direction. Some teams get lucky and it works out the very first time out, and God bless them. It hasn't for us, but God bless them. But, you know, I agree with you. Like, look, here's the other thing. How often is it that an Andy Reid or a Peyton or whoever actually become available still in the prime of their, you know, prime of their coaching career? Correct. It doesn't really happen that often. No, that's absolutely so, true. It's usually, said, Jim, the team that decides that they just they, – their team needs a different voice so they get rid of a guy who can still coach. But I, I think when, when Andy Reid left Philadelphia, there was a question. You know, can the guy still coach? I, don't, I mean, you can go back and look at the last couple of Super Bowls. I was just – I'm like Andy Reid, obviously experienced, but you get Sirianni, you get Zach Taylor, Sean McVay was, you know, inexperienced when he got there. The first – Kyle Shanahan, that was his first run. Even just looking at the last – Four Super Bowls, you know, other than Reed and Arians, it's it's been some of this young blood that's been able to get back, uh, jump up, I should say, from the coordinator spot into the head coach's spot. Scott Petrak from the Chronicle-Telegram is going to join us next. His thoughts on what the moves to the coaching staff do for Deshaun Watson and what moves should be made next. They're coming up on Basket of Phelps. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.